0: This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them together in the 21st century.
1: Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to Blurring the Lines podcast. Uh, I am Adam Bell, your host today for episode 89, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Peter Nicolaitis. How you doing, Peter? I'm feeling pretty well, myself. How are you? Good. I feel good. I feel good, and I feel well.
0: That, that, that's awesome. Well and good. <laughs> I feel good and well. Well and good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's uh, something I've been working on lately, is trying to... Um, adopting a a Buddhist recommendation of not identifying with the feelings. Mm -hmm. And so for the last few weeks, when people ask me, like, how are you? I will respond with how I am feeling as opposed to, you know, like, I am sad. I am happy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Goes along with the whole, you know, this too shall pass. Everything is transient, but it's, it's good to not identify with those things. Yeah. Um, Because there's, there's power in our words, you know, even if we're not thinking about them, we have these little affirmations. Like if you ever do something after, you know, and you feel like, Oh, I'm so stupid. That stuff starts to stick with you after a while. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't say those things. And if I'm around people, who are my friends, I don't let them say those things either. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, you're not I, stupid. Exactly. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. I, I, will say, I will say the same things and, and, you know, definitely say stuff like that. Like, no, I don't, I don't think you are stupid. You know, you're just having a bad day or, you know, you yeah. had a moment where you were not performing up to your normal standards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'll even go so far as to say, yes, that action was stupid. But you're not stupid. <laughs> yes, but one
0: individual action does not define you. Yes. No, that's yeah. right. So that's the thing. So since uh, my rediscovery of the library about a month ago, uh huh, um, I have been just devouring books. <laughs> and uh, I'll skip ahead a little bit, too, to my nifty. Okay. I found out that using an Amazon device, an Echo, you know, the A. <clears throat> the a word. Yeah, it was the A word. Uh, you can have the app, the the A app for iOS, and I'm presuming, you know, for Android, you can tell it to read your Kindle books.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, may recall several months ago last summer, I bought the Sonos Beam, the new play bar for their TVs,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it has A and Google <clears throat> built in. Mm-hmm. But I was disappointed to find out that it does not, allow you to read your kindle books yeah but then subsequently i found out that the fire tv stick which i have plugged into the beam to this and therefore by extension the rest of my sonos Mm -hmm. can read my kindle books yeah so so that's one hack but it gets better it gets better now previous to this i had an echo in my bedroom tied to my sonos which has a line input you know the Mm -hmm. headphone jack that people don't seem to use anymore. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. So another option would be for me to tell that device to read my Kindle book and pipe it through the Sonos. But that's a little bit of a hack because first off, I have to walk to the bedroom where that device is, tell it to start reading, and then I have to make sure that the Sonos is pulling from that input. Yeah. That, that, that takes, that's not all that convenient. You know, technically yeah. I'm certainly up to the challenge, but it's a hassle. Now, the Kindle device is uh, the uh, the fire TV stick that is can do the same thing, but I have to activate it through the voice remote, you know, so I'll say, read my Kindle books or read Buddhism without beliefs from my Kindle books, Mm -hmm. they'll start reading it. Uh, And then I just have to make sure that the Sonos is, you know, that, that, that device is grouped to the rest of my, my speakers. And I really enjoy that. Like I have a book running and I like walking from room to room, hearing the same thing continuously, not Mm -hmm. having to like, you know, like stop it, start it again when I get downstairs or whatnot. Same thing with music. Well, I was just poking around the app yesterday because, you know, if you use a, and you tell her to do something, the app maintains like the last several commands that it, that you gave and that it heard. Right. And one of them, uh, like I saw today, it said, Oh, you know, you were having it read this book from your Kindle books. (laughs) And I said, yes, I was. And there's a little play button right next to it and says, you can resume playing this book. So I clicked it and it says, where do you want to play it? Now the Alexa cancel. app itself does not read your kindle books the kindle app for ios will if you use the voice to -to text-to-speech option okay but when you hit play it says where do you want to play it and it offers me all of my echo devices and all of my sonos rooms that's nice so any kindle book that has the text-to-speech capability built in which is again, not the same as an audible book. It's, you know, it's a Mm -hmm. textbook that the computer will read to you. Um, You can read, you can have it read to you on your, any of your Alexa devices. (laughs) She didn't didn't hear me, she didn't hear me. (laughs) Any of your Echo devices or, you know, a Alexa, uh, cancel, darn it. A enabled (laughs) devices, like if you have a Google, uh, well, not, sorry, not a Google thing, but any, another smart speaker with her built in.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: So I thought that was really cool and um, building on uh, the the nifty from a couple of episodes ago my you know the public library right i was able to find one of these books which was not required reading but it was recommended reading for uh, one of my yoga teacher trainings mm-hmm. and uh, i decided to read it and uh, i thought i'd mention that because i sort of you know it's it's been influencing my my thought patterns a lot lately mm-hmm. but i wanted to get your opinion um and we don't generally talk about religion or politics <laughs> on this podcast <laughs> um but they are kind of some, you know, some some things are are parts of life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to get your opinion. Um, it and I don't. It's not a secret your your religious views, right? I mean, so okay good. No, talk. right? I mean, um, it's I, even I was, he was, yeah. It's even
1: on that. Uh, what is it? My life, whatever thing. Dot <laughs> com. It says he's a Put Christian a and re, you know <laughs> a Republican and has my family and everything (laughs) so so no it's no secret
0: yay (laughs) so um as a christian i wanted to get your insights on uh those who believe that meditation and or yoga are wrong or evil Wrong or evil. Or non-Christian. And I'm just, as, as, as someone who does not identify as Christian, although my, you know, my mom's family was Lutheran and my father's was Greek Orthodox, um, I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I do know that you know, some of the stuff in the Yoga Sutras and especially the Bhagavad Gita can very easily be interpreted as a religion. And I know that Buddhism is often presented as a religion, Mm -hmm. but I really don't think that was the initial intent. You know, like we, we, when we were uh, finishing up my, um, my retreat, for instance, we did do a chant towards the end where we thanked among others, the Buddha, you know, Mm -hmm. we, we take, we take refuge in the Buddha, the sutras, then, you know, the practice. Um, But, you know, that's like, that's like being grateful. You know, Mm -hmm. that's, that's an expression of gratitude and not, I I don't call that the same as worship. You Mm -hmm. know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't see that as like a false idol, for example. Um, But I'm curious, uh, you're a little more keyed into the whole, uh, you know, Christian religion than I ever was. So I I wanted to hear what you had to say on that.
1: Well, so just kind of to, to, to lay the groundwork of how, how I, uh, a function. So everything that I approach things as I approach things is everything I do, I do unto the Lord. So that includes like my exercises, my work, you know, uh, if I'm going to focus something, I'm going to focus it towards my relationship with God. So if it's a meditation now, now I do, there are some things I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to offend anybody and that, you know, say, negative things about any other religious beliefs because uh i just that's not that's not my intent nor is it my mo to say you're whatever you're going to hell that's that's not the way you in my opinion that's not a way to make friends and influence people (laughs) you know so uh some people are really strong that strongly offended by these things So I don't get so offended. Uh, My opinion is that if it doesn't match up with what I believe, uh, then I don't necessarily say, well, they're going to hell or they're idiots or they're whatever. They don't don't see the picture the same way that I see the picture. They don't see the whole picture. So meditation, in my opinion, if I'm going to do it, uh, my chant – or whatever may be words that are focused on God, because I feel like if I'm going to do anything, it should be focused on God rather than something else. Not, you know, I don't, if other people do other things, I can't control them. I can't be upset with them and I can't love them if I treat them like bad people. (laughs) And, you know, and not all, not all Christians do that. I mean, not all Christians are, Uh, completely offended some people get offended way too easily and they should have a little bit thicker skin
0: (laughs) (laughs) that is something i definitely agree on (laughs) and which is not to say that i didn't agree with pretty much everything that you said um Mm -hmm. i mean for me i i don't um you know, I don't prioritize my, my focus. And this is something you and I have privately talked about on, you know, a few occasions. Like I, some days I'm still looking for my meaning, you know, my, my purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I did just hear a recent episode of the Jordan Harbinger program. is a relatively new podcast. He started it last year. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the guy who started over a little over 10 years ago, The Art of Charm. Uh-huh. And it was a bunch of guys in their 20s and uh, they were learning uh, dating tips and stuff. So they started teaching dating tips. <laughs> and what happened was he sort of grew out of that mm-hmm. and wanted to do more just general self-improvement, you know, like people skills all across the board, whether it's networking with other people or Uh, just, you know, just making yourself a better person. Mm -hmm. And the rest of his crew didn't want to do that. They just wanted to do dating and pickup techniques and stuff like that. So it was a very interesting article, uh, podcast. I I heard where he was interviewed about his transition, Mm -hmm. but I, you know, I had, stopped listening to that podcast a long time ago because i just was not getting anything out of it Mm -hmm. but i decided after hearing this interview i said i I would give it a shot again Mm -hmm. and now recently uh you know with my um my my taking my uh, meditation up to 11 so to speak um i'm a lot more selective with my podcasts and stuff that i've been listening to so i don't feel like oh I subscribe to this podcast. Now I've gotten yet another thing I've got to do every, he comes out with like, I think a few episodes a week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, you know, I look, I have a number of podcasts that I, that I unsubscribed from a few weeks ago and a number of others that I subscribe to, but I no longer feel, you know, pressure. If I missed an episode, I missed an episode.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Look at that, still alive. Sun still came up today. Amazing. <laughs>
1: Still came up. Yep. <laughs> Still came up.
0: So, uh, but one of them, the first episode I happened to listen to was on finding your purpose. Uh huh. And I was like, "Well, you know, this has been something I've been struggling with for oh, probably about ten years at least. So, why, why not?" And it was really good. It was, you know, essentially boils down to doing something that that you take pleasure in, but not just like, you know, I'm going to have a beer and that tastes good. So I'm, you know, that's my purpose. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and for me right now, teaching yoga is really that's, it's checking that box. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's kind of cool, you know, and, and it could be a lot of things. It could be a relationship. It could be volunteering. It could be your work. Mm -hmm. Uh, It could be any number of different things, but um, sort of just like kind of getting permission to let my purpose, you know, like, it doesn't have to be like when I wake up in the morning, this is, you know, my purpose today, I will teach 15 people new poses, which will make their lives better. You know, it's just like, you know, I'm really looking forward to teaching yoga tonight. That's going to mm-hmm. be fun. You know? And so that's kind of where I settled on, on that. Mm-hmm. Well, I and mean, you know, your, your life also
1: has seasons. So not, you know, not very many people have one life mission that they do their entire life. Some people do and and good for them. I mean, but the majority of people have seasons where they do things or they, you know, yeah, I mean, they just do. Uh, I've got different seasons and, you know, one of the things that I like to do is short-term missions. Mm -hmm. You know, I go to Mexico every summer, you know, since, since we've talked about God, we're, today, you know, one of the things that, you know, I, you know, was, was thinking about the short-term missions. I was thinking about the missions and I was like, I really like missions. You know, I was praying about, I really like missions. I'd like to do more mission trips. And, you know, I really felt like, uh, the response from God was that, well, I'll let you do short-term missions right now. While you have kids, you have a responsibility right now. Your responsibility right now is to raise your family. After that, we'll discuss it you know so i was like this is the season i'll be in this season that doesn't necessarily mean i know what's happening next but at least right now i feel comfort in i can do the short term mission and i've got the freedom to do that and uh you know that's one of the things i do kind of like being a business owner and a father what mm-hmm. happens when my kids move out i may look at things see what what are my other options Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. C- certainly not my wife though i mean that's that's a solid i'm not picking another option there
0: <laughs> i love her <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not judging yeah <laughs> <laughs> no midlife crisis <laughs> uh, you're right Dude, just, just just buy a sports car just buy, yeah, a, sports
1: car. buy a sports car yeah, yeah. i mean I, i've <laughs> rolled past the, the the midlife uh so <laughs> yeah although i guess midlife is tech- i guess i'm 40, 40 Five, I'll be 45 this year. So Yes.
0: I guess I'll <laughs> – You look that up, you know. I hear this is yeah. website, mylife.com, which will my, tell you all kinds of stuff. <laughs> tell you how old I am and everything.
1: Yeah, well, I, I forget how old I am because I, I used to uh, lie about it, how old I was, just joking around, you know. So I'd say, oh, I'm 50. Then I'm like <laughs> – how old am I?
0: <laughs> <laughs> see, that's one of the advantages of telling the truth. You don't have to remember your story. Yeah. Take that back. You have to remember one story. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well see, I figure, you know, if I tell somebody I'm fifty, they'll be like, Man, you look good for fifty.
0: Yeah. yeah. Nice. Well I, I um I like to, to joke people ask, you know, like, yeah, hey, how are you doing? I said, Well, I just had my um I had my physical, you know, a couple of weeks ago and like, Oh, how'd it go? I said, Doctor says I'm great shape for a thirty five year old. <laughs> which i think if you compared me to the average 35 year old is not oh, yeah. an exaggeration by any stretch
1: <laughs> yeah so. yeah just having a decent diet and yep. health-wise and yeah i had exercise
0: and some good mental uh you know physical spiritual and mental so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so yeah so uh what other uh what other cool things do we have uh from from your side today well uh i
1: I can't remember. You don't do New Year's resolutions, do you? You just try to do resolutions all, you know, as you get them.
0: Yeah, exactly. I used to, and I would fail. And I was like, wait, why should I wait potentially like 360 some odd days to set, something no if i want to do it i'm going to do it right now
1: yeah well i am gonna uh go on a bit of a diet here after the new year's after the holiday and Mm -hmm. you know because i was injured for so long Mm. that my diet was was funky i actually lost i lost 17 pounds because i wasn't working out and i wasn't eating well um i had absolutely no no hunger because of the pain i I mean that was one of the good side effects. I lost some weight but but now that I'm healthy again, I had the holidays and i put I put every bit of those seventeen pounds back on so i want <laughs> I want to get those back off uh-huh. in a in a healthy way, so I'm going to uh curb curb some of my appetite for the next at least next month to get All back right. down to the weight that I want
0: you good. know. That's well, great. I have, I have been exercising less admittedly, uh, other than, um, yin, you know, yin style yoga, um, mm-hmm. the last month. I mean, you know, December, it's a very yin time of year. It's cold. It's dark. <laughs> don't like to go outside much when it's really cold. I just don't like running in the cold. I don't bike in the cold. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything was shut down. So uh, I spent uh, a good chunk of the time between Christmas and New Year's up in my aunt's place in Vermont in, in relative solitude. And I uh, mm-hmm. spent a lot of time just sitting there and meditating. And uh, it, was, it was nice. Sort of recaptured a little bit of the, um, the retreat feel. Yeah. And, um, but I'm still coming in about 10 pounds lighter than I had been for the previous months. I was usually in the low to mid one sixties and now I'm in the mid to low one fifties. Oh, wow. I feel fine, you know? And, um, so I've changed it up a little bit in, uh, I use my fitness pal. I don't remember if you do that or not, but, uh, I track everything. I track everything that I eat and I have done so for, Oh goodness. It's over over one thousand seven hundred days at this point. Oh wow. I don't I don't re- one thousand seven hundred and sixty-five days. When Facebook gets a hold
1: of that, they're gonna post it.
0: I'm sure they already have. <laughs> 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 so um you know, so, so I adjusted my daily caloric intake because what had happened was, and, you know, I sort of alluded on this, but, um, you know, I went through a breakup a while ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, immediately after that, I was on what we affectionately refer to as the divorce diet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just lost my appetite. Now, I talk to some people who do the exact opposite and they balloon when they go through a breakup mm-hmm. or stress. Um, but I decided, you know, what happened was I was just eating, I was taking in about 11 to 1200 calories a day, max. Ooh. Yeah. And, that's not enough. Oh, it is. You, you can, you can get, it's, <laughs> that, that's how that was when I was on the MetaFast diet back in 2008. Mm-hmm. That was what I was taking in. And, uh, that's how I dropped 50 pounds. So, wow. um, but I decided to adjust it upward just a little bit. I mean, I'm watching it. Like if I feel like I'm starting to decay and fall apart or whatnot. I'll, I'll change things. But uh, but nowadays I'm all (laughs) funny. Why did that just fall off? Um, But now I'm targeting 1500 uh, calories a day, as opposed to like 18 or 2000. So theoretically for a guy, you know, my age and size around 2000 calories a day is maintenance. 1800 Mm -hmm. is supposed to be loss. Well, that's, you know, and these are general guidelines. Uh, but I'm, I'm targeting more like 1500 and I've gone above that a few times and um, I still allow a cheat day or so or you mm-hmm. know, I'll just go nuts. Um, but I've also switched to more of a Mediterranean diet than the slow carb diet. Okay. So um, not such a heavy emphasis on proteins. Uh, and the big thing, the major difference is grains are allowed. So mm-hmm. not so much animal protein, but grains are cool and um that's that's kind of nice i i mean i'm a huge consumer of popcorn and i've always loved rice <laughs> so being able to eat those again that, that's nice that's you know, kind of cool more than once a day that is because with slur, yeah you know whatever drink a keg every day every saturday if you feel like it yeah um but um, yeah it's working out for me so far and uh, as now that the new year has kicked in i'll start gradually ramping up my exercise again Uh, Hopefully, it'll get a little warmer soon. Uh, Mm -hmm. But, you know, my yoga studio is back to the normal schedule. My Krav Maga school is back to its normal schedule, et cetera, et cetera. So
1: So talking about uh, yoga, so I've been, you know, with my back, I've been – I'm kind of back now. I mean, I'm about as good. I guess I got. I guess I'm not as good as I thought I was, uh, but I'm, I'm almost a hundred percent. So I've been going to the gym and I've been doing yoga. And so I feel pretty good about the yoga stretches that I have been doing and, you know, getting good flexibility. I'm taking two and three minutes to really stay in a position and just hang out there. And I'm really enjoying that. So today at the end of our workout at CrossFit, he said, well, we're going to do these windmills, and uh, that's kind of like you spread your legs uh, outside of your hips. Uh, I mean, a uh, kind of a wide straddle, and then you put one hand overhead, yeah. and then you reach the other, the opposite hand uh, to the opposite leg. Like, yeah, so like that. pose. I guess you would call it <laughs> yeah. So I was, I was thinking, you know, how, how I was pleased with my flexibility. I wouldn't say that you'd refer to me as a limber guy, but I was pleased with, with how the progress that I've made until I tried to do that pose. And I was like, I can't even touch down there. <laughs> you know, I tried to bend and I was like, it's not moving, it, but I did feel a little bit of tension in my back where it was hurt when I started to bend down there. So I, I took it easy and took I it. Off. Yeah. Backed off. Uh, but I, but I was like, man, every time I think I'm like, I'm really good. I'm doing well. I'll find another position that I'm like, Oh, I can't do that. And, and the, fooled one the you, <laughs> fooled you, <laughs> one of the other ones is, uh, just sitting on the floor with your feet in front of you and reaching out to your feet with straight legs, I, I'm no good at that one. I got. I'm getting getting better at it, but that one's a tough one for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you sit up on a block or something when you do that?
1: No, I sit flat on the floor.
0: Try sitting up on a block next time.
1: It, it helps because yep. I get gravity with me.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. giving yourself a little, um, and do you feel it? Is it in the hamstrings and the back lines of the body where you're feeling it or do you feel it up front? Absolutely. It's okay, that's hamstrings good. hamstrings in the back. That mm-hmm. means you've got work to do. That's good. Yeah. You're doing, you're <laughs> doing the right thing. Uh, mm-hmm. but if you were to feel it like in the front, like in the hip flexors and the hip joints and stuff, mm-hmm. if that's, if you're feeling compression there, Mm-hmm that ain't gonna happen so just stop. <laughs> <laughs> I, you mean i can't compress
1: my bones to
0: move <laughs> you can try <laughs> you can try and if, and if you manage to make it work you let me know how that works <laughs> yeah. there there might be things like like taking a, a rolled up uh blanket or something and putting it there may let you kind of like fold over and work mm-hmm. around the compression uh-huh. but but you know again if if you've got if you're feeling it in the back lines you know away from the direction of the the flexing there, then that's, that's good. That means you've, you've got stretching work to do and you've you, you got something to do, something yeah. to work on. Good for you. Something to work on. <laughs> not perfect. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Woohoo! that's what I was shooting for. Yeah, exactly. I was shooting for not perfection, <laughs> Yeah. I, I thought I was wrong once, but I was yeah. mistaken. Yeah, geez, hate that. <laughs> so, uh, a couple of interesting things. Mm-hmm. I had my basement uh, foam insulated. So you, it it has happened. It has happened. It is done. Okay. It is noticeably warmer. Really, my kitchen floor is uh, what? How big is that that you're drinking out of? It has
1: got to be a forty ounce cup, if not more.
0: How I think it's, big is your bladder?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't.
0: Oh, I, don't know. I know. I can. I can drink a liter. Okay, <laughs> good. Good for you. So. Uh, Um, yeah, I had my, uh, my basement insulated. It looks great. The guys came when they said they, and they were like half an hour later and, but they texted me in advance saying they were running late. Um, they they did a good job. They cleaned up pretty well after themselves. A little bit of dust you know left around which is kind of to be expected you know they, they said well it's okay we'll put up plastic you know but there, there's always going to be dust that seeps in and stuff so knowing that and knowing that i have a couple of computers down there in the basement i shut those down so at least they would, mm-hmm. wouldn't be foam insulating their interiors oh, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> that'd be awesome what's wrong <laughs> with this server You opened it up and it's like goo and it's plastic. <laughs> yeah. so uh but, yeah, it's definitely warmer. I can now stand on my tile kitchen floor barefoot. It's not great, but I don't feel like my toes are freezing yeah, so I definitely uh am happy i already I wrote them a review on home advisor, and I already recommended them to my neighbors um uh, so cool. you know i'm 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 psyched this is this is pretty nice, and um you know my place is a little toastier now and Next thing on my list is to replace my hot water heater because something just blinged. Uh,
1: you're still li- you're still,
0: still with here. me. I was connected twice. Maybe I just realized that I dropped off my second device.
1: Anyway. Yeah, it did.
0: Um, so I um, my hot water heater now. I've been told that they have a lifespan of about seven years. Mm-hmm. The one here is from 2011. Yeah. So I'm living on borrowed time, uh, but I'm gonna go to a uh, an on-demand, uh, preferably yes. the natural gas on-demand one, and uh, we'll see how that goes. So, it, you know, and their pricing is not bad. It um, doesn't seem that bad. And I put in one. I, I you know I hate to. I, I, I'm all about loyalty and stuff. You know, for my plumber and stuff when I need to. But I paid a lot. I mean, you now the last time when I had one die at one of my rentals, but I. Re, you know, reported the problem to to him on Friday and he was there the next day on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, so not really complaining, you know, <laughs> it's like cheap is not what you always want to be looking for in a plumber. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that said, I'm probably going to either go with Amazon Home Services or Home Depot for mm-hmm. for the next one. And I don't need a huge one because I really have one full bath. Mm-hmm. So something like, you know, the two and a half gallon or maybe four gallon a minute thing will be more than sufficient. So I don't
1: yeah. need a huge, uh, huge device. I'll have to look up the one that I got, but I got one down at the farm and it is set for like a family of four. Right. And I, I want to say that it was like $500 for the heater. And this yeah. is, this was two years ago. Right. So the prices are a little more reasonable and they're a little better yep. now, but I mean, I just, I don't really consider that to be a lot of money for a hot water heater. Oh. And the, the life expectancy in those is longer yep. and if you're not if you're not using it doesn't do anything like right now my hot water heater is up there heating my water right now waiting yeah. for me to Get in the bathtub.
0: Yep. And mine has been doing that for years in a cold basement, which, you know, whose temperatures were approaching, approaching freezing at times. Yep. So <laughs> I, I want to put an end to that practice. <laughs> yeah. My uh, my last place, my current rental, my last residence, I had a, an on-demand heater there, and it was, you know, it's, it was nice. Mm-hmm. So.
1: The, the trick with mine is mine's a propane. And it had to be vented outside. If right. you've got gas now, you should be able to use existing vents.
0: Yeah, I haven't looked, but I'm assuming uh, and I, uh, that, that I can do uh, – I'm assuming that natural gas is going to be more efficient than electric, but I don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, <laughs> you know, because I've got gas heat. So, I mean, there's one advantage if I went electric – if there was some problem where the gas feed was down, I could still have hot water at least. Mm-hmm. If I split them up, you know. So but I don't know. There's um knock on wood. Here I've never had a gas problem. Now up north in uh Andover last uh last year, several months ago, there was a major problem with the gas pipeline and like houses were exploding and stuff. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. So uh Yeah, I hope
1: that doesn't happen again. Well, if you're semi-paranoid, you could get one of those units that works on... Mine works on natural gas and propane. Right. So, you could have yourself a nice little size propane tank there. You could hook it up to
0: it just in case. Interesting thought. I will... Not not that I'm, like, an apocalyptic, uh, you know, uh, prophet or whatnot, but <laughs> one of the books that I have yet to finish or implement is The Sane Prepper. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want to – do you have that? No, I don't have <laughs> oh, okay. it. I, I want to take a look at that, though, because, um, you know, one of the things they say is, you know, you should have some a food supply, but, you know, having a heat supply as well that's off the grid is probably not a bad idea. My plan has always been, like – get out of town. But of course, if everybody's trying to get out of town, well mm-hmm. then maybe maybe my plan will be hunker down. They're like, well, what about when they come for you? Well that's why I have guns. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, see this is definitely an insane prepper. An insane uh this is, yes, this good is the insane prepper. Uh James Wesley Rawley's uh survivalblog.com uh, this book is How to Survive the End of the World as We Know It. Tactics, Techniques, and Technologies for Uncertain Times. It's a good book. Uh, I mean, it's got a lot, of, uh, a lot of things that are a good idea. Um, so I, I, I enjoyed it. You know, there's good practical things for ice storms happen in Tennessee. Uh, I mean, snowstorms okay. happen in, in Medford. So, yeah. uh, you know, uh, you could have no electricity for a couple of days yes. and if you don't have any food or any backups, you could be in trouble.
0: And my parents have gone through that several <laughs> times, uh, for days this year, they were without power and without phone. For mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, um... You know, it's it's a very real possibility. So we'll put links to uh, I'm gonna put links to both books, yours and uh, and mine, yeah. and both in the show notes. So, yeah. all right. Yeah. On that note, do we have anything else that you wanted to cover today? Well, I
1: did real quickly, you know, since you recommended the library application, I went out there and reactivated my library account. And I found a good book series the by C.J. Davis, The Accidental Thief. The Accident, It's a three-book series, The Accidental Thief, The Accidental Warrior, and The Accidental Mage. Uh, if you were ever into D&D… Uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a It's a fun book. He gets I mean, without it being a spoiler, he gets transferred into a world of fantasy. He's a regular guy and gets sucked into a world of fantasy, and he's actually live playing a d and d game, <laughs> and so it it's cool. Uh, it's
0: being for real.
1: Yeah. So it was, it was a fun thing. And then I read in the news, uh, I was just looking at current news. I don't look very often, but there was a failed kidnapper who was trying to kidnap this woman in North Carolina and I'll include the notes. And she got away from him and ran into a karate studio. I mean, this sounds like a bad movie. So he runs into the karate studio and what does this moron do? He goes in after her.
0: Dude, put it down. I want to read this story. Add it to the show notes. This sound is awesome.
1: (laughs) So he got got his rear end whooped by the karate instructor, as it should be.
0: Poetic, man. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think we can top that. So on that note, I think we should wrap it up.
1: (laughs) All right. We will wrap it up. Uh, We did get feedback from Scott. Scott, we did. Has, yeah, he's, he let me know uh, some additional information about the library. And I've had, uh, like I said, I've I've been using uh, Hoopla, and I like it. Yeah. So, so yep. it's been work. Uh, it's not as slick as Audible yet. Mm-hmm. I assume they're going to keep developing it. Yeah. Uh, but it is. The
0: collection isn't quite as good either, usually. But, but there's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff at the library. I, I've noticed also, like, the Boston Public Library may have, available an older edition but they don't always have the newest edition Mm -hmm. Um, but i've gotten a lot of books you know if i don't get the the printed i I never try for the print edition that's like my last resort yeah Um, but if there's an audible version i'll take that first and i'm on i'm waiting on um sam harris's book waking up for Mm -hmm. that and audible and you know i'm not in a rush for most of these so whenever they're available great that's what i'll read next Yeah. And in the meantime, I keep plugging away through Your Body, Your Yoga by Bernie Clark, which is kind of like reading the encyclopedia. (laughs) As far as density of material, not as far as like boredom.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So we're cool. So uh, we do want your feedback. If you have a topic that you'd like to discuss, drop us a line. You can do so at www.blurringthelinespodcast.com. You probably already found that since you're listening to the podcast, but there is a contact us form on there. And if you send us email, we'll both get it and we'll respond back.
0: If you have nasty things to say, they go to Adam, and if you have compliments, they come to me. It's great.
1: It's an amazing filter. I don't even know how that happens. That was something Machine that you learning. wrote.
0: Machine learning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, I have uh, another uh, twenty or so hours of yoga teacher training to get to. So. Awesome. Good luck. All the same, I, to you. What do you say to? How do you wish a yoga instructor good luck? I mean, it's not break a leg. It's I not. Say, I would say good luck. Good yeah, luck, enjoy, Have fun. I don't say namaste, um, but we'll, we'll we'll talk about that on the next episode. How about oy vey? Oy vey. Oy vey. All right. On that note, I'm going to push the big red leave meeting button. All right. <laughs> See ya. Have a good weekend. Thanks you too. To contact either us or our guests, visit BlurringTheLinesPodcast.com. If you like what you're hearing, do us a solid and subscribe to our podcast. And leave us a five-star review in iTunes, Google Play Store, or wherever you found us.